0: Live from Las Vegas, this is the Sports Betting Preview Show, a pregame.com podcast. This is your host, Marco D'Angelo, and wait a minute, live from Las Vegas? It's awfully cold here, this can't be Vegas. No guys, we have a special edition this week, live on location in Pittsburgh, PA, for the playoff game this week with San Diego and the Pittsburgh Steelers. I am on location in Pittsburgh, and let me tell you, it's cold, and it's going to be very cold on Sunday, and I'm here this week uh, by myself here on the podcast since I'm out of town, and I'm going to be the pregame one-man show this week. We're going to preview all four of the playoff games for you this week, and then I'll give you a pick at the end of the podcast. We'll break down all four games for you, talk about them, so that you know what to do this weekend in the NFL playoffs. And we're going to get things started. We're going to go right to the first game. And that first game this week is on Saturday, 4.30 Eastern time, and it's Baltimore at Tennessee. And the Baltimore Ravens last week, they got the job done against Miami, and that's really no surprise to me. I liked Baltimore last week. We talked about him here on the podcast. Baltimore went into Miami and shut down the Dolphin offense in Chad Pennington. I really felt that last week's game was going to be a flat spot for the Dolphins. Chad Pennington just coming off such a huge game the week before to win the AFC East title in beating the Jets, the team that got rid of him in the offseason. And he came back to New York, and that had to be very fulfilling for Chad Pennington. And I thought he'd have a poor game last week, and he did. And it was a good game for Baltimore. But now they go out on the road this week. Second week on the road, they've got to go to Tennessee to play the number one seed Tennessee Titans And really, Baltimore has been on a roll. They've won six of their last seven games. Truly amazing feat for this team. Nobody expected this team to be this good, especially having to go with a rookie quarterback in Joe Flacco. And Joe Flacco did something last week that only a handful of NFL quarterbacks have ever been able to do, and that is win an NFL playoff game in their rookie season. So hats off to Flacco last week, but it's a different story this week. Going into Tennessee, he's going to have a tough time this week. I feel in that game against Tennessee to be able to do that two weeks in a row uh, as a rookie is a you know big chore to ask of anybody. Tennessee's been sitting around you know last week off waiting for this game. Uh, they lost their season finale. You could actually say that Tennessee's had two weeks off because they rested a lot of starters in their season finale against Indianapolis, a game in which they lost 23 nothing, and they showed absolutely nothing offensively. But uh, today, at home against Baltimore, this looks like a situation where Tennessee should be able to get the win. Uh, a couple notes about Baltimore. Baltimore, though, next to the Pittsburgh Steelers, Baltimore has the best defense in football. And Baltimore has held six of their last seven opponents to 13 points or less. That is solid defense, and it's going to be tough points for Tennessee to come by. But I think that Tennessee, with the experience, with the week off, may be just too much to ask for Baltimore Uh, This should be a very good game on Saturday. Uh, Looking at it right now, I have a little more to say about this game at the end of the broadcast, but uh, previewing it all up for you, uh, Baltimore going into Tennessee on a strong winning streak, but they're going to face the best team record-wise in the AFC, and with that rookie quarterback, it could be the end of the road for Baltimore this week. Moving to the second game. And on Saturday, it's Arizona at Carolina. And honestly, I find this game is the toughest game to handicap of the entire weekend. You've got a couple situations here. Arizona finished the regular season uh, losing four of five down the stretch before they came on and won their last two. Now, the last game of the season... We actually gave that game out here on the podcast as they were playing at home, coming off those four losses in the last five games, and they were playing a team that was out of the playoff picture, Seattle, and I felt that Arizona would play the starters most of that game, trying to get back on the winning track. Nobody wants to go into the playoffs on a losing note. So that win is kind of tainted against Seattle. You had one team that was really trying in the final game, and the other team that really didn't care. Um, Arizona did come back last week uh, at home against Atlanta. They put up 30 points. That's not been the problem for Arizona this year. They've had no problem scoring. The problem is coming with the defense. They just can't stop anybody. And Atlanta, even though they were playing with a rookie quarterback in Matt Ryan, they were able to put up 24 points in that game and made a late run at Arizona, but was able uh, Arizona to hold on in that game 30-24. to They go out on the road this week to play a Carolina team, which Carolina battled up until next to last week of the season for the number one seed. They had a chance to have the number one seed when they went in on December 21st to the Meadowlands, to play the New York Giants in that Sunday night game and they lost the game in overtime 34-28 giving the New York Giants the second seed and that was a game in which the uh, game went back and forth both teams put up a lot of offense uh, the Giants Uh, destroyed them with the running game, rushing for over 300 yards against Carolina in that game. And that's really going to be the key to this game this week is which defense is able to stop the other. Both offenses are very, very potent, but the defenses leave a lot to be desired. This game may be the best play, may be the total. Um, Looking at these two teams, Arizona has given up 20 or more points in seven of their last eight games. And when you look at Carolina, they have given up 20 or more points in five of the last six. Both teams know how to score. Um, It's going to be a question of which defense can make a stop or two and which offense doesn't turn the ball over because if you turn the ball over and give the other team an extra possession or two the way the defense is play so poorly that could result in an extra score or two that the other team will not be able to come back from and that's going to be the key here in this game so uh, looking at the spread uh, you've got carolina ten-point favorite and a total of forty eight and a half um, really right now i don't have anything on the game itself But I would have to say the over would intrigue me at this point, the way the defenses have been playing. Of course, this time of the year and playing on the East Coast, you want to make a good look at the weather report Saturday morning to make sure you don't have adverse weather conditions if you're going to look at the total. Um, That's going to wrap up the first half of the podcast as we broke down the two Saturday games. I'll be back here for segment two, when we'll take a look at the Sunday games, and I will also give you my best bet of the week here on the podcast. We'll break down one of these four games for my pick of the week. So if you hang on here for a quick second, we'll be right back with segment two. This is Maddie O'Shea, pregame.com's GM of content. And I'm here to tell you about the Pregame Wire, which is your source for breaking sports betting news, giving you injury and lineup alerts each and every game day. If a key player is out, the Pregame Wire will tell you before you bet the game, giving you the edge you need to be a smart and informed better. For fantasy football players, the Pregame Wire is also a must-visit page to find out who is in and who is out of your lineup every week. Just go to Pregame.com and click Wire Alerts on the left side to get the Pregame Wire Alerts right now. Welcome back to the Sports Betting Preview Show, a Pregame.com podcast. This is Marco D'Angelo, your host this week, the one-man show live from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We'll be back to our normal format with Vegas runner R.J. Bell and the gang next week. But I am live on location this week in Pittsburgh my old stomping grounds and we're here for the playoff game this week and we're going to move on to the Sunday games. Before I get to those Sunday games I want to tell you as we do every week we offer a coupon here on the podcast where you can use at pregame pros make any purchase and we will give you $10 off when you go to check out just enter since I'm in Pittsburgh this week we're going to go pit10 that's p i t t and the number 10 pit10 10 is your podcast coupon for this week and use that when you check out you'll get $10 off on any pregame pro and we have several guys on hot streaks again ethan law had a tremendous run again this year in the college bowls you can pick up his nfl playoff selections Last week I went three and zero with my NFL wild card selections as I love postseason play. Vegas runners been hot in basketball, just tearing them up. So be sure to check out all the hot handicappers at pregamepros.com. Now let's take a look at the Saturday or excuse me Sunday action, and we're gonna get things started with the Philadelphia Eagles at the New York Giants, and folks. Right now, the Philadelphia Eagles are the one team nobody wants to play in the NFC. They're a veteran team with a veteran quarterback that got hot at the right time of the year. Philadelphia has won five of their last six games to roll down the stretch. They went into the final week of the NFL season needing basically a miracle to make the playoffs. They had to win their game first and have three other teams lose. Everything fell into place for them with Chicago losing, Dallas losing, and it ended up being in Tampa Bay losing to the Oakland Raiders, a super situation for a hot team. They got themselves into the playoffs. They went in last week to Minnesota, got the job done, and now play on the road for the second week. The New York Giants, they were cruising along this year, is the best team in the NFL. They're the defending Super Bowl champs. Eli Manning was having another good year in getting that monkey off his shoulder of his big brother. And they were cruising until the incident with Plaxico Burrs uh, whenever he ended up shooting himself at the nightclub and losing him for the rest of the season. It seemed like the offense lost their identity for several weeks as they had back-to-back weeks where they scored 14 and 8 points, and this offense prior to that had been scoring in the upper 20s and 30s all year long. They got themselves righted in that huge game on Sunday night when they returned home after getting beat in Dallas. They played Carolina at home for the number one seed in the NFC and they won the game in overtime, and they won it with the running game. They rushed the ball 41 times for 301 yards. Now, that was against the Carolina team that their defense is just pitiful. In Philadelphia, they're going to face a team that knows how to play defense, and they can shut down the run. Is They did give up last week to Minnesota. 148 yards on 34 carries, but one big run by Adrian Peterson accounted for over half of those yards. So you take that out, and they really shut down the Minnesota running game. Prior to that, they held Dallas to 87 yards, Washington to 122, Cleveland to 57, the Giants to 88, Arizona to 25 yards, 110 yards to Baltimore on 40 carries, and they held Cincinnati to 56 yards on 30 carries. Um, if Philadelphia is able to shut down the giant running game, with the passing situation, Eli not as confident without Plaxico, this could be a very interesting game. Much the same type of game as they played on December 7th when the score was a 20-14 to Philadelphia win. What makes this hard to handicap this game is the two games were so different from one another. The first meeting between Philadelphia and the Giants, Philadelphia at home on a Sunday night got into a shootout with the Giants and lost the game 36-31. And then they turn around and win in the Meadowlands in a low-scoring defensive game 20-14. In a low-scoring defensive game, I think Philadelphia has the edge uh, with the defense that they have, and McNabb seemingly gaining confidence since his benching in the Baltimore game back on November 23rd. That's going to be the key to the game, dictating this. If the Giants come out and stretch the Philadelphia defense, which I think they need to do early to get them away from trying to stack up against the run, and they... Let Eli go deep a few times early. The Giants could be able to get a score in this game quickly, and if they do that, it'll change the complexion of the game. You'll get the crowd in the game right away, and then you put the pressure on Philadelphia. If they come out and try to do a field position battle, I think the Philadelphia team will slowly win the field position battle, and that would play right into Philadelphia's hands uh tough game to call the way they're playing uh right now Philadelphia as i said they are the team that nobody wants to play in the NFC uh and see if they can continue that red hot roll the trend has been the last few years in the NFL if the team that uh, wild card team that went in there hot continued their run and uh they ended up making the Super Bowl something that just never happened before but has happened Quite often in the last few years, including the Pittsburgh Steelers winning the Super Bowl a couple years ago. So you got to give Philadelphia some strong consideration in this game, the way they're playing. Uh, But going into the Meadowlands in January is no fun. Uh, It's going to be a good game. Uh, No opinion here for me, uh, but it will be a good game to watch. And finally, the last game on the card that we're going to preview, and that will be the game that I will be at. The advance forecast for this game in Pittsburgh is a high of 19 degrees. San Diego's going to have to bring their long johns for this one. you got a warm weather team coming to the East Coast in January. And folks, let me tell you, if you've never been to Heinz Field in January, It is freaking cold. You get the winds that blow from the open end of the stadium right off the three rivers into the stadium, and it's like ice cutting through you. And uh, I'll have a little bit of uh, antifreeze in the system for Sunday, that's for sure. But uh, unfortunately, the uh, San Diego Chargers won't have that luxury, uh, so that's going to be a key. But I will tell you this much. San Diego, nobody gave them a shot. They were dead in the water at 4-8, and eight, and they rolled off five straight wins uh, now to make the playoffs. They got in winning their final four games and beating Denver in the season finale, 52-21. to 21. Their offense is red hot. Their defense leaves a lot to be desired, but the Pittsburgh offense has struggled in some of their final games, scoring only 13 points in Baltimore and 14 points in Tennessee. They also only scored 20 against Dallas, and remember, seven of those came on an interception late in the game, so they were sitting with um, a minute to play in the game with only 13 points on the board. So the Steeler offense has struggled in recent weeks, but that defense has been phenomenal, um, holding their opponents. Most opponents this year have not cracked the 14-point barrier. Uh, They did give up 31 against Tennessee, and that was it. And that game, a couple of those were fueled by turnovers by the Pittsburgh Steelers deep in their own territory. This is a rematch from an earlier game on November 16th the Steelers won 11 to 10 in a very tight game the Steelers dominated this game offensively in the stats is they had almost 400 yards they did have 400 yards of offense in the game where San Diego had only 210 yards in this game the difference in this game the Steelers had a couple turnovers in the game, they got stopped on a fourth and goal, and the penalties is what really killed the Steelers in this game. They had 13 penalties in the game that really killed a lot of drives, cost them field position numerous times, and it kept getting San Diego out of jams to let San Diego in the game. But right now, this is a different San Diego Charger team coming into Pittsburgh. Uh, You also have Ben Roethlisberger that left the last game on a stretcher. Um, All the reports are that he's going to be okay for the game, uh, but you never know the side effects of a concussion. The hit that he took uh, was a pretty scary moment in Pittsburgh. Um, He laid there on the field for quite a while before they got him off the field. Uh, At this time, I do not have a play on the game. I will have a play on the game come Sunday. Uh, It's a situation I'll be gathering all of my information here in Pittsburgh, so you're going to want to be sure to check out what I have on this game Sunday at PregamePros.com. You know the success I've had this year going with or against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't always take the Pittsburgh Steelers. I've had some big scores going against them, and I've had good success with the over-unders involving the Steelers. So find out what I'm doing with this game on Sunday. Now, that wraps up the preview of the four games, but I promised you guys a free pick, and that free pick, we're going to go back to the Baltimore-Tennessee game, and i got to go with history, and history has told me that rookie quarterbacks just don't win in the playoffs, especially on the road, and for them to be able to do this two weeks in a row... I just don't think Baltimore can do it. I think the line, uh, too many people are buying into Baltimore. Tennessee is a team that has won all year long, but they just have not gotten the respect from the Las Vegas line makers. I think this line should be higher in this game. I think we're getting great value. The public perception is Baltimore is a hot team that's playing well. I just don't think they can get the job done with a rookie quarterback. One or two mistakes by the rookie is all it takes for Baltimore to be in trouble in this game. Uh, Tennessee was able to go into Baltimore and win earlier in the year. This Tennessee team has gained confidence with Kerry Collins at the controls. Um, I look for them to get this win, and that's going to be my game of the week for you this week here on the podcast. We're going to go with Tennessee over Baltimore. Baltimore. Take Tennessee as my podcast play. Once again, this has been the Sports Betting Preview Show, a pregame.com podcast. This has been your host, Marco D'Angelo, wishing you guys the best of luck this week with all of the games. I'll be back live in Las Vegas with the rest of the gang next week. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Best of luck once again. I'll talk to you next week.